Welcome to the Authoritative Coach Podcast. My name is Chris Marr and in today's episode, we're going to be shining a light on the beginnings of client relationships. So this is ideal for anyone who's a client-facing professional that is really keen to establish strong, trusting relationships with their clients from the very, very beginning. If you're someone that wants to continue to grow and improve and get better, then this is a conversation and a set of questions that you can use immediately. You can take it today and use it with a brand new client to establish the best relationships you've ever had with your clients and ultimately give them the best client experience that they've ever had with a partner like you. So let's get into it. Let's see what these conversations look like, how we're going to use these questions and improve the way that we work with our clients. I read this great quote in a book recently and it's the people make claims about having 20 years experience but they really just have one year's experience repeated 20 times the reason i love this is because it isn't about how many years experience you've had it's how how much you've grown in that time what have you learned how have you got better over that time and it leans into a lot about why about this podcast but also leans into a lot of my own need to continue to improve and then want to share that with other people and it's a big reason why I'm a coach and why I work with coaches I want to help people to grow I want to grow and I want to be around people that are growing as well so have you got 20 years experience or have you got one year experience repeated 20 times right big question with today's well how is it relevant to today's show or today's episode well this episode is all about beginnings. I want to talk about the start of client relationships and how important that is. And the reason that this quote is relevant here is because every new client relationship is unique. You get another chance to start again. You get another chance to do better than the last time. And if we're really being progressive and we're growing and learning from the mistakes that we're making and we're learning from what's going well, what we're doing well, We should continue to have better client relationships time and time again. And that's not to say things are going to go wrong from time to time. Of course they are. But generally speaking, over a longer term, client relationships are getting stronger. They're getting better. The sessions that we're having with our clients are the best sessions we've ever had. Our clients are having the best experience that they've ever had. This is the best partnership experience that they've ever had. Right, this is the inspiration for this this episode really is what can we be doing to make sure that when our clients come to work with us and they have these sessions with us, these calls, these meetings, they look forward to it on their calendar and when they're done, they're like, that was the best meeting that I've had all week. I love working with this company. They're amazing, right? How do we get there? And so that's what's driving all of this. So it's like to, to emphasize this quote, it's like this continual cycle of improvement what, what's going wrong, what's going well, let's go back to the beginning, shape things again, start again. How do we continue to do this? Now, the, the this is one of the most important aspects that determines your success as a coach or a client-facing professional is the strength of the relationship that you have with your clients. And there's things that you can do deliberately to improve and strengthen and develop the relationship that you have with the clients. But oftentimes it's missed out. We don't do it. We just get into the work far too quickly. We need to make more time for the relationship to blossom. I know from my own experience that when things go wrong, I can think of several examples that just come to straight to mind for me where I haven't been able to achieve the results that we wanted to with a client and the relationship never got to where it needed to be 
it was and, and then it ended up being some type of breakdown in the relationship i know that there's something that i could have done that could have perhaps allowed that to be different that i could have got ahead of that that it might never have happened and so i never want to skip this this mo this time this this moment that i have which is a very small window of time to really establish the relationship with the client now i'm not a big believer in the whole you don't get a second chance to make a first impression i think we have and oftentimes lots of opportunities to re-establish things but in this case <laughs> i do believe that if the that if you don't get it right from the start it's very very hard to claw back the client relationship so there's things that they're absolutely critical to do at the beginning of the client relationship so you can make that great first impression there's i just again thinking about all the clients that i wish i had a better relationship with over time knowing how difficult it is to re-establish that expectation or re-establish our roles very difficult to do it's almost like um when you get a promotion at work going from like a a position into like a different management or leadership position where you've already got an established relationship with the people around you it takes time for them to acclimate to your new role right it's just it takes time to re-establish a relationship that's already been established around specific expectations so i want to share with you some questions today that i feel are really important to integrate into the beginnings of your relationships how to develop these client relationships uh, make them stronger faster and so when you think about when you think back to the beginnings of your client relationships what questions are you asking that are specifically about the relationship between the two that establishes both of your roles establishes expectations how are you having that conversation when i ask this question of the people that i work with oftentimes it's crickets there's nothing we're not doing anything really um we're getting lucky is what we are uh, in terms of the relationships that we have with clients. And so as soon as I bring this up, we can see why things go wrong because our clients have these preconceptions, these expectations, these they've got they've had their own bad experiences because they've hired someone like you before, right? They're holding on to all of this. And they're making generalizations and stereotypes. They're even using other people's bad experiences as part of the story that they're, te they're telling themselves. So they're coming in with all of this and yet we don't talk about it. And then there's these, we're misaligned. We're all, we're not on the same page at all. And so a good example of something that we've talked about on the podcast before is um, accountability, right? It's one of the first episodes is clients think that when they hire a coach like me, that I'm going to be an accountability partner for them. I'm going to be chasing them up for their work and making sure things are getting done. That's not what I see my value as a coach to chase people up. That's not what I'm going to do. And so if they're thinking that that's what I'm going to do, and I'm thinking it's not what I'm going to do, we need to have a discussion about it so that we're aligned on our expectations and what our roles are that we're on the so, the same so that we're on the same page so you've got to think to yourself like if we don't do this if we don't have this conversation if we don't establish these expectations what tends to go wrong in our client relationships where's the friction where do things where do you feel upset about like in the relationship so for example you're like oh man, this client just keeps messaging me all the time about random stuff. They're emailing me. They're sending me direct messages on this platform. This isn't really what I want. And so anything, anything that's happening where you're like, this isn't how it should be, what you have to, the only thing that you can do here, this is what I encourage the people I work with to do, is to look in the mirror and say, how have I allowed this to happen? What have I done or not done 
that's allowed the client to believe that this is how we want to work together, right? And usually it's something on us where we haven't done the work, right? And it, the client's expectations are too high or there's a lot of friction in the relationship or, you know, and it ultimately leads to a bad experience, a bad customer experience. We want the experience to be good. So we want to get rid of the friction. We want to make the expectations clear. Of course, by doing all this, you're not only doing yourself a favor, but you're doing the client a favor too to make sure that everything is clear and the expectations are clear and that we're both aligned. And that's what we're looking for. So I, I often ask myself, why is it that client-facing professionals, coaches, leaders stay away from asking these types of questions and having this really open and deliberate conversation about what our relationship needs to look like? And the where I land with this is because we have a culture, especially in the agency world, to be agreeable. In other words, the client is in control. The client dictates the terms and I'm here to take the orders and do the work. Uh, my work today is the exact opposite of that. I'm trying to help client professionals take control, to lead, to lead the client, to have more authority and credibility in the client relationship. And the reason it shows up oftentimes is because we go into these client relationships with the need to be liked by them instead of the driving and, and trying to earn respect in the relationship. And if we, if we go into these relationships with the need to be liked, it leads to agreeableness. It leads to you saying yes to a lot of things. It leads to you not pushing back or challenging your clients. But and arguably, it's not about being liked. It's about the client respecting you and the work that you bring and the value that you bring to this relationship. And so we need to go with respect first, which will ultimately lead to being liked. But what you risk with going with liked first is that you risk never being respected. And so I think this is where it all comes from. Like the, where, the, 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 the root of all of this comes from this attitude, mindset, this approach to our work. Do we want to be liked? Do we want to be respected? One one leads down one path in a set of questions in a way that we manage the relationship and one leads the other. And I'm focused on that path here. So when I'm thinking about, let's get to the questions. So when we're thinking about starting a relationship with a client, I'll do this from a coaching perspective. So I'm a coach and they ask you answer coach. I'm working with a client that wants to um, be successful with the ask you answer in their business. So one of the first questions I'm going to ask early on in our relationship is something like, or a variation of these types of questions, which is something like, what does our relationship need to look like in order to do our best work here, in order to be successful, in order to achieve success at our highest potential? What does our relationship need to look like? Have you ever hired a coach before? And it doesn't matter if they say yes or no here. Yes, I have hired a coach before. What went well? What didn't go so well? What was helpful? What wasn't helpful? How do we make sure our relationship doesn't look like that? How do we make sure our relationship doesn't go down that path? How do we make sure that it's better than the last relationship you had? If they say no, you could just say, well, what do you believe a great coach-client relationship should look like? And now you're into it and you can get the answers that you're looking for. And of course, you do need to know what answers you're looking for here so you can manage the expectations. But in my experience, what I found is they tend to say the things that you want them to say. And you don't need it, but it's nice to have permission almost from the client to be the best coach that you can be for them. Um, and so I'll give you an example of this. Many years ago, 
I remember asking a client this exact question, and here's exactly what she said. Here's a quote from her response to this question about what a client-coach relationship should look like. She said, in my past experience, the best relationship I've had with coaches has been the ones that weren't afraid to push me, that they wanted to push their clients to be better. Nothing makes me feel more frustrated than when I feel like I'm pushing the coach along. If I want to feel like the coach is challenging me, right? That was a that was what she said. And so for me in that moment, I'm like, this is fantastic because she's essentially saying, challenge me, push me, question the ideas that I have, dig in. That's exactly, what, to me, one of the things that I want to hear from my clients. It shows me that that's what they want and what they need. And in fact, I would say that even though clients don't explicitly say that, it is actually what they want and what they need. And so in that moment, she gave me clear permission to be the best coach I can be. So it's an example of that, but that's happened dozens of times by deliberately injecting this conversation into the relationship somewhere, right? For me, it's at the very beginning, right at the beginning when I get a client, they've signed an agreement, we talk about the relationship and what it looks like. Arguably, you could do it before that as well. Like, what does this relationship look like? But if you're if you get a client handed off to you, let's say you're HubSpot onboarding or let's say you're onboarding some technology or you're part of a different part of the project team or they're, they're going from one project to another, that's a new relationship. Just as much as like every new client you get is a unique relationship and we need to make the effort to do these things. Um, think about how do you get this conversation going? So what does the relationship need to look like from us? Let's see what their expectations are. Let's see what they're holding on to. Have you ever had a bad experience with a coach before? What did that look like? You try to get all of this stuff out so you can say, this is actually what it looks like. And if they're misaligned or they've got some mis-expectations, you can address that right out the gate. And everybody moves on, understands what each of their roles are. So this becomes a very, very valuable conversation to have. So my challenge to you is to think, where does it make sense for me to have this conversation with my clients? Where can we establish a relationship Maybe one of the pre-exercises you need to do here is what does the very best relationship look like? What does good look like? How do I have a conversation that allows us to get to that every single time? Where in the process does it make sense to have this conversation with my clients? And furthermore, just thinking about the fact that it's going to take a bit more time. So for example, if your first call with a client's an hour, maybe you need to add 20 minutes or half an hour to that call or you need to take something out so you can actually have this very deliberate conversation so you can get ahead of all the problems that come up in your client relationships so you can go back and have a better start. And so for me, it's not just about taking the time to do this. It's knowing how important it is, how it establishes the, like the, the base of our relationship so we can move forward. And so I'm always thinking about what does this new client relationship look like? How can I make it better than the last how do I take all the experiences I've had, good and bad, bring it back to this new client relationship and work with them to develop a better relationship? This time is the best one I've ever had. How do we continue to do this, this cycle, go through this time and time again? And so I would encourage you to use everything you've got here, including your bad experiences, things that have cropped up, the problems that come up, and bring that to the forefront, to the very start, so that you can have the best beginnings with your clients. As always, I'm really interested to hear about how you're actually using all of this in, in this case, your client relationships. What are you doing with it? How are you having these conversations? 
what's changed for you because you're using these questions more deliberately. Email me, message me. Wherever you're watching or listening to this, there'll be a link to some way to contact me to tell me what you're doing with it, how are you using it, what kind of value you're getting from it. I want to hear from you and hear what you're working with and also very interested in the challenges that you're having with using these techniques as well. Get in touch. I'd love to hear from you. I'll see you next week.